ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of China, Germany, and Japan, and the states of Arizona, Virginia, and Ohio, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 175,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually, to open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences out loud with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is attract joy. Do this visualization at least three times. In fact, I invite you to do it right now with me. See your reflection as if you're looking into a mirror and you're filled with the colors of the rainbow. See yourself completely happy and full of light, love, joy, beauty, peace, and contentment. Seeing yourself this way will help you become it. Going through a divorce and reestablishing yourself as a separate individual can take an emotional toll. It doesn't matter who asked for the divorce. There are numerous decisions that you have to make at a time when it's hard to think straight because you're also processing painful emotions and the loss of relationships, a way of life, status, belongings, money, and the death of your dreams. If your thoughts and energy are focused only on the pain, you have less energy to live in the joy of the moment and to create the future you want. You can choose to feel the grief, let go of the pain, and keep the learning and wisdom gained from the marriage and the relationship. You can choose to see the divorce as an opportunity to recreate your life, to discover your true self, and to shine in your authenticity. One way to take your power back is to do the exercise suggested in this tip and bring more joy into your life. 
When you are filled with joy, there's no room for the sadness, anger, blame, shame, self-doubt, fears, guilt, worry, and feelings of helplessness, hopelessness, and regret. Joy helps you make clearer and healthier decisions. You can choose to live in the past and see only mistakes and sorrow, or you can choose to see the joy of the moment and the potential of the future. Sometimes we think we have to be sad because of everything we are losing in a divorce. Yes, there are losses, but if that's all we focus on, we miss the joys that are possible. The joys can be as simple as the freedom to choose which television program we watch or when we go to sleep or when we eat or just the silence of no one yelling at us or telling us what to do. Within every ending, there's a new beginning. That new beginning can be an adventure filled with joy. The next workshop can help you with this process. It's called Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, Setting the Positive Energy for 2020. No matter what's going on in your life or in the world, you can always find something to be grateful for. Happiness is the result of how we think about our circumstances and not what our circumstances are. When we focus on the negative, that's all we see and we miss the amazing things that are go- good in our lives. I've learned to notice what I wish were different but not dwell on it. I no longer get stuck in the pain and drama. Instead, I keep my attention on the good things, the things that make me smile and bring me joy and hope. From that place of gratitude and happiness, it's easy to bring in more of the same so that the good things keep multiplying. When something is especially challenging in my own life, I focus on what I am learning and how I am growing in wisdom, knowledge, strength, patience, compassion, empathy, and or love, including self-love. And I remember all that I have to be grateful for. When something is horrific in the world, like the mass killings or the caging of people at our borders, I say a prayer for them and then do my best to focus on the helpers and all of the loving kindness in the world. I mourn, I pray, and then I find hope and gratitude wherever I can and focus on that. On average, 80% of our thoughts are negative, and even worse, 90% of our thoughts about ourselves are negative. We worry one to eight hours a day. Most heart attacks occur Sunday night due to worry about work, and only 8% of what we worry about actually happens. Negative thoughts eat up our time, energy, health, and self-esteem and spread negativity to others. We must discover new ways of thinking and focus on hope and silver linings. Our lives and peace in the world depend on it. In our time together, you will learn how to shift your thoughts from fear, worry, and negativity to hope. Find the silver linings in every situation and have compassion for yourself and others. Help set the energy for a positive year by joining us on Saturday, January 11th at 2 p.m. 
at the Dallas Meditation Center in Richardson, Texas. For details and registration, go to drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech or to present this workshop or another one like past life group regression in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and to act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important from now through the end of 2020. We actually begin setting the energy in December for what we will experience in the following year. Since 2020 is a year of choice, what we choose now will affect us throughout next year. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and to act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Anne Grant, who's here to talk with us about managing the pain and details of divorce and rebuilding your life. I received some emails after our show last week with Rhoda Shapiro, who talked with us about awakening our feminine gifts to heal ourselves and the planet. Josie wrote, amazing show. And Celine wrote, both my daughter and I listened to your live show with Rhoda, and when comparing our takeaway from the interview, we found that we had both used the deep breathing meditation Rhoda suggested. We also committed to working on our health and not worrying so much about our body image. This is not so easy when we girls were started off in life by getting dressed like porcelain dolls and then given Barbie dolls that can't even come close to having an achievable natural human look. Thank you for helping us let go of some of our negative feelings about our bodies. Rhoda helped us become aware of our feminine gifts and the importance of honoring and developing them. These gifts include being receptive, allowing ourselves to feel our emotions, being heart-centered and intuitive. Rhoda said, when you are in alignment with your own truth, beautiful things happen. Because we live in a male-dominated world, it's easy to disrespect our feminine way of being in the world. The truth is, however, that we need the feminine gifts to help balance out the aggressive male energy that can easily create discord and war. We need both the masculine and the feminine gifts for our world to become more loving, empathetic, and compassionate. This is what will heal our planet. 
If you missed this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on honoring our feminine gifts, please listen to some of our shows like April 11th, 2019 with Miriam Friedman, a role model of self-defined womanhood, Claire Myers Owens. September 12th, 2019 with Dina Miriam, the untold story of Sita, an empowering tale for our time. And December 1st, 2016 with Wendy Garling, the, the Garling, the important role of women in the Buddha's life. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining stories. My first story is about a friend who divorced an abusive man and is ready to start dating again. She joined one of the online dating services and started corresponding with a man who seemed interesting. They had a pleasant first meeting, but he's getting ready to go away for his annual two-month visit to family out of the country. She was thinking she'd just wait around for him to return because she didn't think there was much chance of meeting anyone else in her small town. I pointed out that she didn't have to be exclusive. She could continue to correspond with him and be available for other opportunities. I reminded her that she's a beautiful woman inside and out and that she shouldn't limit herself or wait around for someone who might or not might not be good for her. Two days after, later, two days later, I received this email from her. Just a quick thank you for the pep talk. I was contacted yesterday by a gentleman who is a retired math teacher interested in women with graduate level education, and he's only 30 miles away. We're going to meet for coffee later this week. This might or might not work for long term, but it shows her that there are men nearby who are available and interested in a smart, independent, accomplished, and good-hearted woman. My second silver lining story is in the form of a poem. I wrote this in June 2001 when I moved out of the master bedroom as a first step toward my divorce, a space of my own. It came from deep within me, from nowhere, yet from the only place that mattered. I'm sleeping in Philip's old room tonight so I can use my peppermint. One night became every night. No one sharing my breath, my movement, my energy. No one to take care of. No one trying to take care of me. No one to work things out with lights on, off, doors open, closed, TV covered, bare, aromatherapy or not. My music, your music, no music. A space of my own, a room of my own, the seed that Virginia Woolf planted years ago finally matured. I'm finding me under the layers of mom, wife, professional, volunteer, daughter, sister, niece, cousin, aunt, friend. To be alone and whole, I belong to me now and in that belonging better serve them than ever before. My window is open wide. Just the birds tonight, thank you. I feel like hearing the birds Not a reaction or a sacrifice, only a simple, I want. A breeze of sweet air comes through. The first time I remember taking in clean air, breathing fully and smiling. 
Our guest, Anne Grant, began her career as a corporate litigator specializing in unfair business practices and consumer fraud. After her divorce, she created her own firm, focusing on family law and a holistic approach to this major life transition. Her newly published book, The Divorce Hacker's Guide to Untying the Knot, What Every Woman Needs to Know About Finances, Child Custody, Lawyers, and Planning Ahead, guides women through the process of divorce. She lives in Manhattan Beach, California. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow people who add positivity to the world. Be sure to read about my new workshop, Discovering Hope and Silver Lining, Setting the Positive Energy for 2020, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Also, click on past guest Maureen St. Germain's banner for her guided meditations, five books, and classes. Her trained Akashic Records guides will help you navigate your way through life. Because Anne and I pre-recorded the last two portions of this episode, I want to tell you now about our upcoming episodes. Please join us next Thursday. Right here, when returning guest psychic Dwan Washington will do his predictions for 2020 and beyond. On January 9th, when returning guest medium James Van Pra will share the truth about the other side. And on January 16th, when Margaret Lembo will talk with us about her animal allies and gemstone guardian cards. Your question for today is, how can you take better care of yourself during your divorce? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Anne Grant to talk with us about managing the pain and details of divorce and rebuilding your life. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you are just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, please call 866-472-5795 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you can take better care of yourself during your divorce. And I'm so pleased to welcome Ann Grant, who's here to talk with us about managing the pain and details of divorce and rebuilding your life. And thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. I was hoping that you would begin by talking to us about your own experience. I know that you're a professional lawyer who deals with um, helping people to manage their divorces successfully and rebuild their lives. But I know it's also personal for you. And I think um, that that makes it more meaningful when someone knows that there's someone in their corner who really understands. So if you would share a little bit, I would appreciate it. I'd be happy to. Thank you, Paula. Um, so, yes, I didn't grow up wanting uh, to be a family law attorney. That wasn't my goal in life, but sometimes uh, circumstances bring us to our purpose, and that's what happened with me. About 10 years ago, I was living uh, what, by all appearances, was a very good life. Uh, My ex-husband and I at the time, had we had three kids. Um, We live in Manhattan Beach, which is a a beachside community in Southern California that's quite nice. Um, We were both working as corporate litigators at large international law firms, uh, you know, making a good living, and everything seemed pretty perfect until all of a sudden it wasn't. And what I experienced was really the perfect storm of loss. Um, It was during the financial uh, recession, and my corporate law firm dissolved. It was really kind of the Lehman Brothers of the legal world. Um, And I had been a partner there and practiced there for many years, so um, my job went away. And then simultaneously with that, my marriage began to unravel, and um, it was quite quite high conflict. My ex-husband's a litigator. I was a litigator at the time. Um, I was finding myself in court about every six weeks. Um, 
over a number of issues, including custody of our three young children. And then my father, who was really the rock uh, in my life and lived close by, he was helping me out with the kids, and he died unexpectedly. Um, So those several things were more than uh, my coping skills were adequate to to handle, and it really brought me to my knees. And um, I then developed a meditation and prayer practice, which ultimately helped me find my way back. And over time, I was able to recreate my life in a much better way. And so I wrote The Divorce Hacker's Guide to Untying the Knot, to help women who are going through divorce or contemplating divorce understand that, um, you know, this really can be the opportunity for a new and better life if they're in a bad marriage. And and I provide not just legal guidance, uh, because my practice is now all family law and I have my own law firm, but also practical guidance about the financial issues, uh, custodial issues, issues involving children, what to do about the family home, when to tell the kids, um, and self-care because, you know, it's such a tremendously stressful experience, and I know that firsthand. And, and I think that's one of the things that really spoke to me when I read your book, and I wish that it had been out when I went through my divorce because I didn't have the knowledge that you share, and it would have been so beneficial. I had to depend 100% on my lawyer, who wasn't always um, giving me the best advice and didn't always have my back. And um, so the the information that you give is just invaluable. And uh, there's one thing that, that, well, there are so many things that you say, but you also talk about the fact that so many of us still believe that we need to stay married for the kids, that, you know, our life is better married, and there's this whole mythology that's grown up around being married, and you d- discuss research that shows none of that to be true. Would you share some of that with us? Yes. No, I, I appreciate you pointing that out. So, um, you know, we've been told for a long time that, for example, the children of divorce and even the language that's used, you know, the children of, and I'm using quotes if you could see me right now with my fingers air quotes, um, <laughs> children of broken homes, you know, are doomed to failure. And actually what the newest studies reveal is that children of married couples where um, either there is, you know, no conversation, no communication between uh, the partners so that, you know, it's cold and contemptuous um, and there's a lack of communication, which can happen where people are just sort of living separate lives. I see that a lot. So that situation or the situation where there's a lot of conflict, you know, a lot of angry outbursts and fighting, that is much more damaging to children than if they're raised by a stable, single parent. 
And I know this for a fact uh, because I lived it. And I knew that these older studies that came out in the 70s were wrong. So when the new studies came out, I was just so excited because it validated my own personal experience, which was, you know, once we or I um, decided to move forward in my single life and pull off the Band-Aid and, and get divorced, um, it was remarkable what happened to me and my kids because kids are really like sponges. They, they pick up so much more than I think we, we realize. So before uh, we separated, my son was in the nurse. He was in elementary school. He was in the nurse's office all the time with breathing issues. I was so stressed out, even though I was an attorney with these various court appearances with my now ex, that I was breaking out in hives all the time. Um, And my daughter had a number of of, um, emotional issues as well. So once I filed and, you know, we separated and, and, and my ex was no longer in the household, all of our ailments went away. I mean, that mind-body connection is a real thing. My son was no longer in the nurse's office. That freed me up to focus on getting my own law firm off the ground. Um, my physical ailments went away. My, my practice took off. My personal life improved immeasurably. I began going out with friends and having fun again. And... I really believe that because my children are so connected to me and most kids are really connected to their mothers, that just seeing that I was in a better place really translated into them being healthier. So so our life really improved dramatically. And in my practice, I work with so many women and I see this happen again and again and again. So, you know living proof of what you just said, and um, it's so important, I think, in this work that we're doing to get the word out so that people understand that it really is a myth that you have to stay married or you'll be miserable. In fact, the newest studies reveal that uh, single people actually live longer, Um, single women um, are having more sex than their married counterparts. they are healthier, they exercise more, their waist sizes are smaller, and um, they actually, in, in the recent studies, the statistics reveal that single women are actually uh, healthier and happier than, than their married counterparts. Uh, well, I, I can validate that as well. <laughs> Um, you know, from I, I know individual studies are not as the res- as compelling as the research, but like you, I have had the same experiences, even though I was an example of what you also talk about that some of us just keep hoping and just keep staying in it trying through counseling and other means, believing that things are going to change, are changing, carrying on, being patient, um, trying to be the better person and staying stuck in, um, in a form of hell. And it, and by the time I left, my children were grown 
And so, but what I realized was I could at least be an example for them. I couldn't change the past, but I could show them a different possibility for how to live their lives. That's that's so well said. So, yeah, I see this a lot. I see it because we've been told that I think one of the reasons is children, you know, do better in um, married households and single-family households. We tend to stay longer than we otherwise would. I did. I stuck around for at least two years longer than I would have otherwise trying to do what I thought was the right thing for the children. And, you know, I use this analogy a lot. It's a little bit like the frog in the pot of water and, the, you know, the oven or the stove gets turned on and the frog doesn't realize that the pot's boiling until he leaps out. And I see this happen all the time. <clears throat> you know, once, once I was out of my marriage and a lot of my clients get out, um, I think they realize how um, dysfunctional it was. Um, and so I think, you know, we have the ability to, or I should say, when we're under stress, we often react by fight or flight. But what I see in the divorce situation is we get frozen. We get stuck. Exactly. Yeah. And and also there's this idea, which is a good idea, that we should, um, you know, go to therapy. And I, I always, the first question I ask folks when they end up in my office is, well, have you tried to work things out? Have you gone to counseling? Because I'm not anti-marriage at all. I'm just anti-bad marriage. So I want to make certain that they have tried everything to work things out, and particularly if there are children, because um, because you know there is collateral damage, of course, um, in these situations. So, but the problem I see is when people get stuck in therapy. I just had a couple coming yesterday. Um, to work with me as a mediator. And I was almost fell off my chair because what I learned was they'd been in marriage counseling for 10 years. That's, wow. that's a really long time. <laughs> um, it was the longest by far that I'd ever heard of. And, and, you know, I think that therapy's great, but I also see, like, let me tell you the example of a gal who I represented and what happened to her so her husband let's it's let's hold that for after the break and I just want to point out too that only 10 percent of couples are able to be helped through marriage counseling so the story of staying in it for 10 years with that hope is um is such a good example of how we get stuck but Let's go to to break in just a minute, and then we'll come back, and I want to hear about your client. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my email list. You'll receive the information on all our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul 
your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down what you learned that will help you through your divorce. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Anne Grant to talk more about managing the pain and details of divorce and rebuilding your life. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you learned that will help you through your divorce. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Katrina Alehu can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Anne Grant, who's here to talk more about managing the pain and details of divorce and rebuilding your life. Anne, before we went to break, you were just about to um, share a story. Would you please go ahead with that? I will. I'd be happy to. So um, I'm, I'm telling this story because it's a cautionary tale. And it's a cautionary tale that's very important to hear because so many of us are inclined to make the mistakes that this particular client of mine made. So this particular client um, is a wonderful gal, 
and she really wanted to do the right thing. Um, she knew that she needed to get divorced for a lot of uh, good reasons, and so, you know, all of us, a lot of us have heard about conscious uncoupling. Gwyneth Paltrow talks about it, and that's, you know, we all hear that and think that's the enlightened way to move through divorce, and it is, but um, as the story will reveal, um, both parties need to be enlightened, or there's a lot of... Um, opportunity for mischief. So what happened was when she told her husband that she wanted a divorce, he, and this guy had his own business, very successful uh, in Southern California. He said, okay, well, um, I really want to try to give it another shot. Let's go to marriage counseling. So she did what all of us do and she agreed. So they started going to marriage counseling and, um, and then she said, okay, I'm, you know, um, I'm, I'm still ready to get divorced, so I'm going to hire a lawyer. And, you know, just being totally transparent and honest. And he said, oh, well, you know, the enlightened way to get divorced is through mediation. Let's go to a mediator. So, so they went to a mediator. And this process took, I don't know, like they were in therapy for at least a year, and then they went to the mediator for six months, and then I get, got a phone call. And... This gal was hysterical because on social media, she found out that while she was in couples therapy and going through the mediation process, he'd gotten married to a gal in Brazil, and um, when she did some sleuthing around on her own, she found that he'd transferred all the marital money uh, to a bank account in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, we were in court very quickly and um, after her, a lot, you know, a lot of effort on my part and expense on her part, we got the money returned, but not without her experiencing a tremendous amount of grief. And so I tell this story just because I think it's very important not to ignore the red flags and not to engage what I call in willful blindness. Willful blindness is a legal term. And it was first employed to deal with the situation where someone um, drives across uh, the southern border and then they get pulled over and they have a bunch of drugs in their car and they say, oh, I didn't know that that was in my trunk. That's called willful blindness. You can't be willfully blind. You're still liable for transporting drugs across um, interstate boundaries. Same thing true in a divorce. Like if the red flags are flying, don't ignore them. Don't be willfully blind. Protect yourself. Get my book. Um, And I will, you know, provide specific checklists about what you need to do in order to make certain that what happened to this particular client doesn't happen to you. And I agree 100% with what you're saying. And what he did was emotionally, psychologically, and financially abusive. And that is often over, is often ignored by um, the psychological counseling community. And so we don't recognize it when it's happening to us. And we're so stressed out 
that it, 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 it's that we can't see. It's not, I understand that it's a legal term, but you're so um, filled with anxiety that you can't think clearly and you can't see clearly. And abusers have a way of doing that and they keep us stuck and frozen. And what one of the things that I love uh, uh, about your book is that you deal with the financial aspects, and that's the place where most women have a great deal of difficulty and don't know the first thing and feel helpless and therefore become helpless in the divorce. Right. So you, you pointed out a couple things that are really important. The emotional abuse, and it's, it's not properly called out, and, you know, financial abuse. So... I give a lot of specific guidance in the book about how to prepare yourself financially, Um, things you can do even before you file for divorce, you know, while you're sort of operating under the radar, Um, and, you know, documentation that you ought to collect, and I also have created an app um, to make it really easy, the Divorce Hacker app, where you can just go through the checklist and make sure you've collected that documentation. And then with respect to the emotional abuse, you know, um, if you're dealing with someone who's, a lot of people are are dealing with someone who has narcissistic tendencies, they're going to put their own interests ahead of yours at all costs, even if it harms the children. And so the only way to deal with someone like that is to set very firm boundaries. And most women think that, you know, setting boundaries means being confrontational and assertive, but that doesn't work with someone who's narcissistic. The more you confront and assert your position, the more you just play right into their game. So when setting boundaries, you need to refuse to communicate unless it can be done in a manner free of conflict, manipulation, or disrespect. And you might even need to insist that all communication is by email, um, you know, so that your phone isn't blowing up all the time with abusive texts. Um, And you can just let it be known that you're not going to respond to any communication that dismisses or belittles you and your needs. Um, and what I found is that I think there's really an energetic movement right now. We're seeing that with the Me Too movement. Women are really reclaiming their power, um, and it's it needs to happen within the, the marriage setting also. Um, I know it's possible. I've done it. You've done it. Um, we're divorce survivors. So, um, yeah, that's and why I wrote thrivers. the book. <laughs> I yes, wanted to and- empower women to take their, take, take back their power. Uh, Well, I love that. I really love that about the book because we often do lose our power in a marriage, even if it's not abusive, because that's the role we take on of the good wife and, um, and, and, and submissive. Even if we're strong in the workplace, something shifts when we're home and we need to re- own our power, take back our power, and be the full individual that we can be. And in a healthy marriage, that that um, we don't have to give up our power. 
And I also wanted to point out something that you talk about in terms of credit, because I had one friend whose husband, ex-husband, stole her credit. And you talk about having at least two credit cards that are in your own name that he has no access to. And also, you know, having a job so that you can... um, you know, create your own income and that that's not held against you. So I wanted you to, to talk a little bit about that, please. So, yeah, I recommend that um, whether you're getting divorced or not, I think this is a good idea because your point that, you know, in a healthy marriage, you don't give up your power is really well taken. So with that in mind, yes, you should have a couple credit cards that are in your own name. I think it's also a good idea to have your own bank account with some money in it. I had a gal who showed up in my office, and um, her husband was one of the assistant um, head coaches of one of L.A.'s professional sports teams. And um, he came back early from a road trip, and while she was at dinner with the kids, um, he stole the son's teenage son's Jeep, and he filled it with all his belongings. Um, they didn't know. When they got home, they thought that his car had been stolen, so they called the police. But later she found out that actually her husband had taken it, and she also found out he cleaned out their bank accounts, um, their joint account, and left her with $238 and sent her a text and said he did it so she couldn't hire a lawyer. So, you know, we were able to go to court and get her money back. But again, it was expensive and very stressful. So have a a bank account, put some money in it. You've got to be able to take care of yourself for a period of time. And if you need to hire a lawyer, um, lawyers aren't free. And with respect to a job, I, you know, I see women who think, oh, well, I'm not going to work because then my spouse will have to pay me more support. But that backfires. Like in this day and age, judges expect everyone to contribute to their own support if they're able. So, you know, unless you're handicapped and over retirement age, you will be expected to contribute to your own support even if your husband um, has been the primary breadwinner. So, and if you don't, the court will impute income to you make you undergo what's called a vocational examination, where a vocational evaluator will determine your ability and opportunity to earn. So even if you choose not to work, they might impute, you know, whatever based on your background and and your skill set and the job availability where you live, income to you that will be used against you in calculating the amount of support that you will get. Plus, not only is it... um, uh, the smart thing to do for all those reasons, it's the right thing to do because you'll feel better. I, I, when I work with women, if they are working and have their own income, they're much more empowered to stand up for themselves and take the steps that they need to take in order to extricate themselves from a, a bad marriage and move forward with their in their life in a healthy way. So... Um, so that's my advice in that regard. 
Well, and and that's um, a good place for us to to close out this portion of the show. And I want to quote a quote that you quote, and that's Joan Baez, who said, action is the antidote to despair. I thought that was beautiful and fits beautifully with what you just said about feeling more empowered when you have your own income. So much wisdom and knowledge, practical information to help you through divorce and then to rebuild a good life and so a better life and a happy and healthier life. So I encourage all of you to purchase the Divorce Hacker's Guide to Untying the Knot, what every woman needs to know about finances, child custody, lawyers, and planning ahead. And please visit Anne at thedivorcehacker.com and also get her app. Thank you so much, Anne. And I'd also like to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Katrina Alay, who, who, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the Archangel of Hope. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Katrina Lehu, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be hopeful about my divorce and my future. You can even be more specific and say, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be hopeful about my financial well-being. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. I look forward to being with you next week and in the future. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.